I've just bought you five minutes. The first rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Just the flesh wound. Axe on hat. Axe off. I know Kung Fu. Yippee-ki-yay, mother I ate his liver with some fava beans. Nice candy. Greed, for lack of a better word, is good. Show me the money. I drink your milkshake. The snozberries taste like snozberries. How do you like them, Alright, alright, alright. These guys are 11. I'll be back. Forget it, Jake. It's Chinatown. It wasn't the airplanes. It was beauty killed the beast. Welcome, everybody, to Popped Culture. I'm Scott. I'm Jason. And I'm Monica. And we're talking about Lightyear, the new film from Pixar and Disney. <laughs> that little studio you might have heard of. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think, like, how do we talk about Lightyear without mentioning Toy Story? Toy Story well, was, like, huge said- for me when I was a kid. Yeah. Mm. And I think I really liked Buzz Lightyear. And now going into this with like with a child who is space obsessed was like may have tainted my thoughts on the movie because I just got uh, yeah maybe well I guess the the key thing is we've got to extract Toy Story from it because it does right at the beginning where it says mm. this is the film that Buzz Lightyear the toy is based on yeah yeah andy had just pushed it pushed it aside quite considerably or distanced it i should say from the toy story premise of buzz lightyear Mm. yeah it's just it's buzz lightyear star command that's (laughs) it's it's a good way to do it because here you have a standalone film where you don't need a lot of context or almost no context from the toy story franchise so it does um give an audience, a fresh pair of eyes for a different interpretation of, of a character. And um, it's a fun story. I had a lot of fun with the movie. Yeah, I was yeah, just like, uh, it was Star Wars for for kids. Like, I, I found it fun, yes, but I also mm-hmm. found it a little bit pedestrian compared to a lot of other Pixar films. Like, it, it, it didn't quite go to the depth and levels that you'd normally see from Pixar films. So that no, step away that's from sort of that's sort of been the Pixar um, <laughs> mottos in Soul, I think, and I'll I'll say that this is a lot better than anything they've put out since Soul. Mm. Yeah, sure is. Yeah, yeah, but I, I guess this is the problem. Pixar has raised the bar so high with a number of their films that the expectation is still there, and so when I walk in and see a Pixar film, I'm still legitimately excited. All those ones you're mentioning. Uh, haven't tainted it really, and neither is this ultimately. But it's like they've got a group of films that are very straightforward and don't have those multiple mm. layers that we get in a number of other films, which are just outstanding. Um, and I sort of want that. And I guess because they've taken this step away from the childhood wonder of uh, Buzz Lightyear, 
they've given us a sort of ego-driven adult version of Buzz uh, that for me was a little soulless ultimately. The, the, there was no real strong connection between him and his colleagues, I guess you'd call it, mainly because the way the script, the plot worked. Well, it, took, it took jumping him, it deliberately took him away from them. Yeah, yeah, yeah kept <laughs> doing that over long periods of time. So they're, you know, growing older and having lots of experiences and what's going on there. And he's coming back for a little short moment with them and then shooting off again. I I sort of saw the motivation of him trying to fix his wrong, if you want, his uh, what we'd say <laughs> faux pas, his faux pas, <laughs> yeah, his mistakes, his whoops, his whoops. <laughs> but it it still sort of didn't bring a lot of empathy to his character, and I didn't understand the connection between him and his colleagues. It, it's the you know it just didn't click for me in that sense. Uh, but you know maybe you've got a different opinion on that. But that's that was the thing that struck me most about it, especially when you consider. When we're comparing it to the Buzz Lightyear that's sitting in our head, who's really quite um, affable and <laughs> you really enjoy him as a character, this this was sort of a bit of a bitter, bitter pill to swallow, I'd say. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I uh, totally uh, fair criticism. I think I just wanted, I just approached it like, I just want to have fun and... It delivers on that count. <laughs> I had a, I had a really good time with it. It's it's certainly not up there with uh, the best that Pixar has to offer. I mean, in 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 terms of kind of thinking about, I guess you've got kind of Pixar's levels of like soul and inside out and stuff, but then to the side you do kind of have the Incredibles, which is a fairly straightforward story. I mean, still much more layered, I think, because it's tackling bigger issues than this movie is tackling. <laughs> But in that kind of like straightforward adventure, you've kind of got this would be over there with Incredibles, I think. And um, I think it was just a, a lot of fun. Like it was space spectacle for kids. And like like my, my five-year-old, he was like blown away. <laughs> oh, I could imagine. <laughs> yeah, I, I was sort of blown away by the whole thing as well. Like I was fully prepared to go in with my experiences of having seen all the Toy Story movies from a relatively young age. And I've always liked Buzz Lightyear because he sort of runs the gambit in the first film where he believes he is from Star Command and he has a mission to complete. And then you sort of see him come full circle and then have to teach that to another Buzz Lightyear toy in Toy Story 2, which is hysterical. <laughs> and he's got a self-contained story with Zerg. Um, but this one I could sort of separate myself a little bit of it. It's a movie that I can buy into that a little boy has seen this. He likes the character and he becomes obsessed with it and therefore that becomes his new favourite toy. Mm. And it's about that space adventure and you have the kooky little sidekicks. He's got an adorable little cat that does all of these weird things, which is just so endearing. And it doesn't, for me, need to be a complicated story. It just needs to be a really simple story of this guy who's trying to right a wrong that he did. And he's coming around to making that realization that all the friends that he is trying to save are actually okay. They've lived their lives and they've lived them happy. Yeah, I think yeah, he's coming to terms with like they didn't need him. <laughs> Not so much that they didn't need him, but 
they just shifted their focus and you know made lemonade out of lemons i guess yeah yeah <laughs> in in a lot of ways as as you sometimes do as an adult um chris I, evans I, I thought was a perfectly good buzz yeah yeah oh, the, uh, voice acting was great and also the visuals are gorgeous as expected yeah. from yeah. pixar it was uh, quite amazing and just looking at that alone is quite enjoyable um that animatronic cat felt very similar to the teddy bear from ai for some reason for me so <laughs> i don't know why but it just had I've, that same I've empathy i've never, I've never from seen a... ai <laughs> oh, okay yeah <laughs> oh, i don't know I don't... monica has... like, there's a teddy bear I... I do yeah, not yeah. remember AI. I just remember it's um, the same child actor from The Sixth Sense, and that's all I really recall yeah. from it. But um, with the cat socks, um, I love him and I want one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he I'm was he was great. Peter Stoll did the best job with that character. It just, you know, with the silly, he's charging himself and he's doing all the calculations like the people, people, people. It's hysterical. Yeah. <laughs> No, he was my favourite character for sure. And Mine too. is fine. Oh, <laughs> 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 Creepy. <laughs> Thank you, Buzz. I am terrified. Oh, I just love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that was, was one of the like... saving graces of it, to be honest. It was, um, <laughs> yeah, he was. A really certainly. great character. Yeah. Um, and maybe yeah, no, that was all it. The voice acting was good. Maybe, maybe it was the fact that we did have quite a sort of serious concept going on and to make it lighthearted was difficult so having the animatronic cat socks really helped lift mm. that up a bit yeah it was a little a little darker i think than i was mm. expecting particularly around the the twist yeah, yeah for sure which was sort of like oh geez how do i explain this to my <laughs> <laughs> Which he eventually wrapped his head around, but it was it no. was he was like, it's his dad, and I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> Time travel is a complicated thing, son. <laughs> um, and James Brolin did a pretty good job being, um, I guess, Emperor Zerg, Buzz Lightyear, yeah, <laughs> evil Buzz. Evil buzz. I kept um, thinking in my head while watching the scenes of Zerg, um, Rex's um, reaction from the Toy Story movies. It's Zerg! <laughs> it's Zerg! <laughs> Evil Emperor Zerg. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, um, uh, Taika Waititi kind of stood out like a sore thumb to me, and maybe because I'm just... Maybe I'm getting Watiti fatigue. I don't know. Yeah, oh, isn't that Thor yet? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, he, he did stick out, and I think kind of for the wrong reasons. Yeah, like the character was meant to be one of those um one of those characters that offsets with a lot of humor, but I did find it a little bit aggravating. I preferred the other um member of the little ragtag group who was on parole who had yeah. the record yeah. with explosions. I thought yeah. they were fantastic. The, the elderly. <laughs> yeah. Criminal. Yeah. I kept getting, um, what was it? The Wet Bandits from Home Alone with that character for some reason. <laughs> little Joe Pesci type. It, it reminded me of Joe Pesci and I was just like, oh, this is a, this is a weird moment, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> Uh, 
Joe Pesci. Could you imagine Joe Pesci in a Pixar movie? I can. I, I can, <laughs> and I want to. <laughs> yeah. uh, Joe Pesci, he can do it easily. Oh, for sure. <laughs> he can do anything. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I did have fun with it. But yeah, you're like J- Jason was saying, it is very much... um. Uh, yeah, it, a bit a bit shallow, I guess. Yeah, that's fair. And it hasn't done particularly well at the box office either. Yeah, there's a strange, um, I guess, story around a lot of people a little bit perplexed why Tim Allen wasn't approached to do the voice acting work, which I don't see a problem with recasting, personally. I feel like a lot of people just wouldn't even think about it. Mm. <laughs> Like, oh, I like you. I saw Toy Story. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Mm. Oh, I don't think but, yeah. you could put Tim Allen's voice in it without it coming back to being the toy rather than, exactly I right. suppose, it's an actual thing. character. And mm. I, I think it had to be done to make that work. I think yeah. so as well. But, I mean, there were still uh, moments of it. Like, you could tell where the toy got that attitude from and that. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Um, Every time he uttered, like, blast. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and the kind of like that that um when he's around the recruits who sort of have no idea what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, it's only it's it was, it was expensive. It cost two hundred million dollars, and it's made two hundred and five. Really? Yeah. Wow. So it has just broken even and that's not even accounting for uh marketing obviously mm, yeah yeah so but that's, uh, that's i the... think i think the catch would, would have always been with this is the comparison to toy story yeah so kind a of lot of people it. would have gone in wanting that i guess more heartwarming feeling from a film that you get from toy story and then we're watching what's essentially an action film and yeah. that's yeah, what yeah. it is. Yeah, it's a space um, rock. Yep. Yeah. And maybe that's the problem. Maybe it fell flat in that sense, hence the lack of enthusiasm to go see it. Mm. Mm, so, yeah. So, it, it, but that's I mean, an amazing it dropped, amount it of money. Against $200 million. It's a lot. Yeah. It dropped against Top Gun, which has been like huge. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I, I understand being against another film, but it. I don't think uh, audience appetites go. Oh, I'm only going to see one yeah, film true. in the next fortnight. Yeah. If if they're excited about a film, they'll go see it. Exactly right. Yeah. And considering it's what dropped against Minions, which has already made four hundred million at the box office. Oh no! Don't get me started on Minions. I've, well, I've didn't never... you like it, mate? <laughs> no, no, that, that one of the worst the reviewed films of like. Oh, of the oh, it was so unfunny. Uh, I just can't. I mean, we're sidetracking here, but it, the original Minions, I, I sort of enjoyed because it was a clever idea with the Minions, but this one was woeful. I don't think I laughed once. Uh, well, it, it only cost eighty million dollars, apparently. So. Well, <laughs> is that in their script writing or? <laughs> yeah, no, I don't had think a, they had to had pay talent, right? <laughs> Hang on, let me check. Let me check. Oh, they only had five dollars for the script. So that's... Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, uh, I mean, Light Years far better than that over one. the marketing campaign. What's that? 
they're saying the confusion confusion over the marketing for like yeah as to why a lot of oh, people yeah. didn't see it because they weren't sure like that how it connected to toy story mm. i don't see how it's particularly I think relevant people, but a lot of people are just like oh yeah why isn't woody in it <laughs> maybe <laughs> i think but we should have, seen more socks. <laughs> should have seen more socks in the preview i think mm. and more people would have seen it <laughs> yeah it, it i i can't remember the previews a great deal but i do remember it didn't really yeah. excite me so, and the, they think that the dumping of Pixar films on Disney Plus for the last three of their films has just been like people being like, hey, it'll be on Disney Plus in two weeks. Mm. Well, that, that could be a yeah. point. It definitely could be a point. Like yeah, maybe. Yeah. Soul, Luca, and Turning Red didn't even get a cinematic release. Yeah. I, I think there's definitely something to that. Um, people don't necessarily want to go out to the cinema where there's, you know, crowds of other people. They want to sort of be comfortable and stay at home. So a Pixar movie would be perfect for that kind of thing. Hmm. Hmm. But anyway, I I am fairly confident they will have made the money back in toys. <laughs> which yeah, I'm sure they my, have. My house is now drowning in them. <laughs> so um, wow. I think... Like the Cars movies weren't massive box office drawers, but the they've sold more toys than any other franchise ever. Well, my concluding statement is pretty much to infinity and beyond. Hmm, not quite, but definitely to the local merchandise store. <laughs> oh my God. Mate, over here we have we have Buzz in his spaceship. We got <laughs> Buzz with sword, Buzz without sword. <laughs> <laughs> do you have socks though no i didn't get a single socks mm. i didn't know he was like well when i was buying the kid birthday presents i didn't know the cat was gonna be so good there's always <laughs> christmas <laughs> it's not going away it's like nah it, it, yeah look anyway light year i had fun it's like a fun mm. sci-fi adventure with lots of giant robots so i mean Okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. Fun, but not what I expected. Cool. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of Pop Culture. I've been Scott. I'm still Jason. And I'm still Monica. Pop Culture is produced by and recorded by Jason, Eddie, Monica Porto, and Scott Souder. The outro to this week's episode was, of course, Starman by the great David Bowie. If you're enjoying the podcast, please, I invite you to jump on Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. Uh, or, you know, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, and please share it on social media and join the conversation. We're at Facebook at facebook.com forward slash popculturepod. On Twitter at popcultureau. We're on YouTube and Instagram. Thanks, guys. Back on my radio, oh, oh, some cat was laying down some rock and roll that I saw Then the loud sound did seem to fight. Came back like a slow voice on a wave of
Blue Gap.